0: Welcome or welcome back to Church Media HQ my name is Luke Clayton and I'm your host and today we have a very special Christmas presentation for you. A few years ago we helped Drew Shetler of Meridian Films produce the film Starlight. We're going to show that to you here in just a moment but first I have the opportunity to talk to Drew about his vision and idea for the film and how Starlight actually happened. I wanted to share that with you first. Well, uh, hey, let's let's talk uh, Starlight here for a minute. Um, of course, it's been, I guess, a couple of years since we actually produced it. Um, but you, of course, yeah, wrote it.
1: I can remember the plot line. I know, right?
0: <laughs> you wrote it, you directed it, um, and, uh, you know, kind of did, uh, you edited it. And, I mean, really did all the uh, heavy lifting on it. Um, I mean, it, it, to me, it's a really uh, unique story. Uh, it's a unique take on Christmas. I mean, what really inspired you to, you know, take this approach with the, the, the whole mining theme and that storyline?
1: Um, I think I started... The year before, we had a film called The Gift, and it was very uh, just touchy-feely, pull on your heartstrings. And I wanted something with a little bit more raw action, um, but yet still within a budget, and uh, still that would fit a faith film. And I thought of some guy getting trapped in a mine. I thought, wouldn't that be be cool? Mm -hmm. And you kind of, I think with every story, you start with like a little seed concept, and you, you have a lot of those. And sometimes until you you plant it and you water it and you kind of just let it marinate and, and, and kind of grow in your heart, it doesn't, it's not going to go anywhere. And so I let that kind of marinate a little bit, that thought of some guy getting trapped in a mine and how it related to a spiritual darkness or being trapped in sin. And then I'm like, okay, well, how do you relay that to the Christmas story and how's that all going to fit and tie in and you know the Christmas story in essence is the gospel so I we just basically themed it around that but I think the main part with the mining was I wanted some a little bit more like intense action you know something yeah. something a little bit I, I mean not just to relate to a man but it was a little bit more masculine uh in nature uh you know but it also had a very like something you could play on a father's day you know it's very family centric Um, but it wasn't just like a Hallmark Christian movie, you know, Mm -hmm. it was, I feel like it had a little bit more raw action to it. And that's what I was going for, whether or not we hit the, hit the mark, I don't know, but I think that's how it started.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I just remember, you know, being on set and shooting, uh, in this, uh, what looked like an authentic mine, and it was just a replica in a museum. Uh, and you know, I remember just, uh, you know, reading the script beforehand before we shot anything and it was just, it was exciting. And then to see it all come out, I think, I think you nailed it in terms of the action that you were going for. I mean, the mind collapses yeah. and you know, the, the, the guy that's uh, with the main character, you know, he, he, he makes it out, but barely kind of escapes. And yeah. um, I mean, you definitely had that. And what I like about uh, this um, about, about starlight is Um, It it, it stands alone uh, without any, I guess, what you could say, obvious uh, Christianity. And what I mean by that is there's no point where like a person stands up and says, oh, I'm going to give the gospel now, you know, and there's nothing but but what happens is uh, the story itself uh, tells t- like you said it illustrates the gospel so right. perfectly and i think that's what's great about these these films is that uh, when when you and i you know uh, in this case we work together and in other cases we've we've produced our own films separately when we make these we we don't make them necessarily to them on their own to always, you know, relying on the films themselves to, uh, you know, point people to Christ. It's to say, hey, this is an illustration that a pastor can stand in the pulpit and say, hey, look, I've got a visual illustration of the gospel yeah. story here. And then they draw that application. And I've I've seen, right. uh, you know, I've seen firsthand pastors do that well. And I've heard of other pastors uh, in their Christmas and Easter services uh, doing that so well. Uh, And that's really Starlight is, to me, a a great example of that visual illustration uh, that a a pastor can use.
1: I think fundamentally, like I I just showed my dad, um, who is is also a minister, um, I showed him the rough cut of our our next film. And it also is very similar to Starlight as far as being sort of a parable, uh, a metaphor to the gospel. And I, I, when we got done with it, he was really uh, excited about it. And I said, honestly, dad, that's how I would want the gospel shared to me personally. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it is. It's not that we've got this film Starlight and we're telling all churches like, this is how you have to share the gospel. I I think that's what's beautiful about the church is, you know God gifts us differently. And that's how I communicate. That's how perhaps Luke you communicate is through like a visual interpretation of the gospel. And I think our culture, there is a large majority of people that live in our country and around the world that if you mention the name Jesus or God or just talk about the topic of religion, they just completely shut, shut you down or yeah. they have some sort of preconceived misconception about anything that comes out of your mouth after that. And I think I would be in that boat as well if I was unsaved. And so I'd, I would like to relate to a character on an emotional level. And that I I connect with and then someone say, yeah, that's you or that's Mm -hmm. that's you and I, that's that man represents, you know, uh, mankind, you know, in the world. And this is this is our life. Like, haven't we all been have that feeling of being trapped, you know, but also we've been rescued sometimes. Well, there is a you know, and you make the connection to a spiritual application. And I think that resonates with people, not to say any other method is wrong. It's just a way that is, I I resonate with that. I like that. That's how I would like to hear the gospel is wow. It has beauty to it and depth and complexity to it. And that's who our creator is. And that's why I like doing these stories.
2: If we're not careful, life can trap us, smother us with false expectations, imperfect people emotional pain fear and regret one thing I've learned is that no matter where you are in life there is a way out a rescue mission for our soul we call it hope
0: Come inside,
2: we're about to start the game! Yeah, I'm coming. Which one, the poodle? <laughs> the poodle.
1: I'm the bulldog, that's the
2: right. Bulldog. <laughs> He's the boss. Okay, one, two, three,
1: four, five, on the seven. I
2: bought. New York Avenue, I want to I bought-
0: buy
1: it. Come
2: on, big numbers, big numbers, that's what I need. Come on, one, two, three, four, five. I'm going to get that. When I get back, I'm taking boardwalk.
1: No cheating, you guys.
2: Hello? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, I understand. I'll be there in a minute. All right.
1: Who was that?
2: That was Harvey. He wants to be down in the mine.
1: But Will, you can't go now. It's Christmas Eve.
2: I know. There was a blast this morning. He said there's a lot of seismic activity. I've got to go to work. Okay, I love you. Bye. And they need some help supporting the roof.
1: You can't go now. Your family needs you.
2: I understand, but if I don't go, I might not have a job.
1: Will, you keep doing
2: this, you may not have a family. I don't know what to tell you. I love you. ever known. Six days a week, 12-hour days, we dig, we drill, we mine. People call it the grind, but it's what we do to survive. I thought I would provide for my family, but lately it seems that I'm just offering my absence. I live in a house but I'm not building a home. I mean, what other options do I have? This is all I've ever known.
0: Unload. Yeah, you, you going in the mine too? It's Christmas Eve, and don't you have a family? Tell me about it. What? Stuart family doesn't like spending Christmas Eve underground? Hey, listen up. This morning, the boys
2: were setting charges in the emerald Crosscut, right along the main drift. After two blasts, they felt tremors. And no, it wasn't their hands shaking. Mine-induced seismic activity. Yeah, thanks, Einstein. It's one way the Earth has of telling us it doesn't like us blowing holes in its crust. If these tremors continue, we may not have a mine, and you won't have a job. Right now our main priority is to secure the integrity of the mine and get everyone out safe. Will, I'm making you appointment on this. Take Max here, get your gear, keep your radio on at all times. Listen, I don't like this any more than you do. But if you get your jobs done, you'll be getting home about the same time Santa's making his rounds. So let's get to it. Hey Will,
0: you're gonna need this. Thanks, man.
2: Keep
1: patch out there, I'm gonna keep that one open.
0: Hey, do I get one?
1: Stick with them, you won't need one. <laughs>
0: Do they have any other employee benefits around here besides falling rocks? I'll get you a radio. Okay. 23 years in this mine, I've never had to work a holiday. Unbelievable.
2: Yeah, I hear you. But
0: you know what? Everything I wanted for Christmas. Quality time with my best friend. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't get to be more quality than this.
0: Armpit of the earth. Man, these things are getting
2: heavier every year. Yeah, we're getting older.
0: Griffin DeWill, Griffin DeWill, can you boys hear me loud and clear?
2: Roger that. We just the a crosscut now.
0: Yeah, 10-4 there, rubber ducky. Uh, Eagle has landed. Operation Get Will Home on Christmas Eve before this kills him is underway.
2: I hope your battery dies.
0: So how'd the family take it?
2: Not too good, man kids were all disappointed and then yeah, there's liz i don't know i'm gonna make it up to him man
0: well hey you're will stewart you'll figure out a way yeah i
2: guess hey can you hand me that wrench i gotta tie this brace down
0: yeah i got gotcha. you
1: In. This is Basecamp. Can you hear us?
2: Tell us where you were when you last saw Will.
0: We were in the in the main drift, maybe 100 yards or so from the Emerald Crosscut.
2: Okay, so that's about a quarter mile from the entrance and maybe 1,200 feet underground. Jack, if Will survived the collapse, how much time would he have? It's hard to say. With the fans down, the excess gas, the mineral deposits, I'd say he has a max of 36 hours of sustainable oxygen at that depth, temperatures rise in excess of 100
0: degrees. And where he's at, it'll take us weeks to get to him. Well, even if we get to him, he'll suffocate before we can make it.
2: and you're there, man.
0: Will, I got him. It's so good to hear your voice, Will. Will, Will, I never should have left you, man. I'm so sorry.
2: It's not your fault,
0: Max. It's mine. Will, what is your condition? Can you see anything?
2: A couple. A couple of these beams got me trapped pretty good. The air is getting pretty heavy. I could use a deep tissue massage Other than that I'm pretty good
1: Don't worry man We're going to get you out of there
2: We better call Liz
1: Come on it
2: First things first, so, y'all want a present?
1: Yes. Okay. It's pillow fight. Pillow
2: fight. <laughs> 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 I got you. <laughs> Take <Taking> them both, y'all. <laughs> It's a box. Y'all got some boxes. Oh, wow! Wow! You gonna pull it out and play with it? Yeah. Uh, Hulk smash! Uh, oh no, you bit Hulk's head. They're growing up so fast.
1: I know, it's incredible.
2: I applied for another job last week.
1: But Will, you've been at the mine since you were in high school.
2: I know, I know. I'm just, I'm never here. For you, for the kids. You know, more than a father, I want to be their dad. I want to read them stories and tuck them in at night. Pick them up from school, go to the dance recitals, the ball games. Teach them how to work with their hands and to think with their head. I want to be in their lives, not just hear about it. How are you holding on there, Will? Deep tissue massage is seeming pretty good right now. Don't you talk to my family? They've been told. Hey Griffin, you ever wonder about our job? What well, we do? Every day we dig for gold, and one of our pockets are left with pennies. And we crown the rich, and we make fools of the poor. We dig this earth for gold, and we supply the world with a lie. That money makes happiness. I mean, for years, I thought this mine would bring my family happiness, joy. But what I found is my greatest treasure isn't simply providing for my family, It is my
0: family.
1: Hey, by the way, this is how we're going to get him out. Starlight. Sixty years ago, a prospector named Jefferson Bowman stated claim on this mine where he found a gold vein all cropping the surface. Within weeks, he began mining, and after
0: two months, he profited one point three million dollars. So, what's your point? When Bowman engineered
1: the mine, he dug a ventilation shaft that also serves an escape rope. The miners call it Starlight because it led straight to the surface.
2: Well, that's only fifty feet from Will.
0: Found the way. The boys are coming in through a ventilation shaft about 50 feet from your location. How you holding up, man?
2: Air is getting a little harder to breathe. I'm starting to lose feeling in my leg. I think I can manage.
0: Hang in there just a couple more hours, bud. Jack, get Will's wife on the phone. Tell her we're going to get him out. He's going to be okay. here it looks like a lot of heavy debris car sized boulders it's gonna take us a while to drill 50 feet let us know how will's doing
1: will how are you holding up there man will come in
2: Richard. you there man yeah. will come in Richard. Hello?
0: Richard. I'm not getting anything Richard.
2: Happy birthday to you. Well, hey, how are you doing, beautiful? Well, turn
1: the camera off. Birthday today.
2: How many candles you got there? How old are you? (laughs) Uh, Hell. Okay, I love you. Okay, guys, daddy's got his camera. Yeah. Hey, good
0: job, good job, uh-oh.
2: It turns out that what we need in life to survive Isn't the same as what we need to live. It's bigger than money, fame, and comfort. The essence of life is found in what lasts forever.
1: A gift before midnight?
2: Do they? Mm, Only if I can open up one too.
1: Think I can make that happen.
2: Mm -hmm. I'll race you. Let's go.
0: Thanks again for watching. Once again, we are so glad that you join us each week, wherever you're watching or listening, be sure to subscribe. We're available on just about anywhere. You listen to podcasts as well as YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube or even Facebook, give this video a like because it helps this content gets seen by more church leaders like you. And from all of us here on the must increase team, I want to wish you your family and your church a very Merry Christmas. And remember, Try something new because it is so much better to fail at trying something great than to succeed at just doing the average. See you next time right here on Church Media HQ.